and it's now four in the morning here in Metro Manila. And we're back for another episode of Mysterium After Dark. Mysterium After Dark is brought to you in tandem with Charot Readings for free daily tarot readings conducted by me, but of course done by the ever so talented McCoy Dubs. Tune into Charot Readings, like, subscribe, leave five stars on Spotify. Now, today's episode I'm entitling Shadow Work Summon the Smaller Demon. Kind of counts, kind of sounds creepy, don't you think? Summon the Smaller Demon. So why am I saying this? Because, you know, shadow work is a topic that everybody's jumping into nowadays, okay? And um, it's a very self-revelatory and painful process. However, one mistake that I've seen with people who are trying to do shadow work is they go straight for the Lucifer of demons in their lives the biggest, baddest, most painful one, and without the resistance to it, without the mindset, without the preparation, they try to confront it right away, and nine out of ten times, they fail. Not because they're, they can't beat it. It's just, it's like lifting too much weight too soon. Like, if you went straight to the gym and said to yourself, hey, I'm going to lift 500 pounds right now. You're not lifting anything. You're going to get injured, okay? Kind of remi- reminds me of a really cool episode of What If, where uh, it was about Doctor Strange, and he was trying to gain more power. And the first thing he did was he summoned the most powerful spirit he could, which was Sushuma Gorath, and he tried bargaining with it to get some of its power, and it nearly killed him. So he did the smart thing. He said, you know, let's start small. And he started summoning smaller spirits that he could control and absorb them into himself. And he just kept on repeating that process over and over again until he started getting stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. Till the time came that centuries later, he was able to uh, summon Shumagorath again, control him, and pretty much get what he wanted. So... This analogy is good because this says a lot about shadow work. Let's say you were a victim of horrible, something just really horrible and just devastating. Like you were a rape victim. You were an abuse victim. You were gaslit for 30 years. You were tortured even. If you're going to start your shadow work journey with that, you are likely to get overwhelmed. The emotions are going to be way too big. They're going to be way too over overwhelming. You're going to be out of control. You're going to have a lot of flashbacks. You're going to have a lot of breakdowns. And this isn't the most optimal way of beginning your shadow work journey, especially if you're trying to heal your wounds from the past. Shadow wounds are wounds that happen to you that even years later are still having an effect on you. So it could have been one time that your dad slapped you in public and 10 years later you're still remembering it. Or it could be one time that somebody said something to you and 20 years later it still has an effect on you. Or it could be a time of something very heinous that you were, God forbid, and I hope this never happened to any of the listeners, raped by your boyfriend against your will and it's affecting you as a whole. This is a shadow wound. This is also known as, in shamanism, as soul loss 
or a soul wound, okay? And it all goes back to shadow work. So what I tell people is start small and build your way up. So between the heinous shadow of, let's say, being the rape victim, God forbid, again, versus a time where your teacher called you stupid in front of the whole class, I would tell you, you work and process on the practice or on, on the humiliation, the teacher thing, because you could, you're more mentally equipped to handle that. Of course, humiliation is never good. But once you start, in effect, looking at it from the outside point of view, you can do a practice in hermetic alchemy that they call calcination, which is basically where, and it's, this, this, this is explained in a wonderful book by Dennis William Hawk called, um, it's about alchemy. Just look up Dennis William Hawk alchemy, H-A-U-C-K. And the first stage is calcination. And the topic of calcination is like you take a piece of cinnabar and the, act, the, the activity is called roasting the cinnabar. And there's this rock, it's a red rock, it's called cinnabar. And you place it over hot coals. And as you place it over hot coals, the mercury becomes starts to come out. Now the cinnabar is the rotten wound inside of you while the mercury is the purity in you. And one of the things that you can do in order to heal these smaller wounds first, okay, smaller wounds, is by revivifying the experience, allowing yourself to feel the experience, but then making the mental choice to step outside of it and realizing that it's not happening to you anymore. Now, this may take 1, 2, 20 times, but the more you do it, the less and less power that this shadow wound has over you. Now, if you're going to do this over something really heavily traumatic, you are just going to have a nervous breakdown. Now, another thing to keep in mind is some people like to mush all of their... Uh, shadow wounds or demons into one big topic. Like I have a horrible relationship with my mom. Um, unfortunately, that cannot be done in one go. Take it from me. If you want to remove the negative power from each and every one of these, of, of the, if you want to remove the negative power coming from your relationship with example, your mom, you're going to need to go at it instance for instance. You're going to need to list down the trauma. It's going to be painful to do this. It's going to be like Franz Barden's soul mirror. But you're going to need to list down the list of most traumatic instances that you've been through with this person one by one. From the most traumatic to the least traumatic. And then you're going to build your way upwards. And when the smaller things don't have any effect on you anymore. Like example, the one I used was your teacher humiliating you then you already know you've gotten your power back from it. So when you could think up, think about it and say, no, I'm done with it, um, then you could move on to something new. I don't recommend you rush through this process. I don't recommend that you force it. You take all the time you need doing this because the end goal is healing and you will heal when you can heal. Another more path of destruction approach is just to live with it until it loses its power over you, but that could take decades and you might find yourself really heavy. So going back to what I'm saying, when you're dealing with shadow work, summon the smaller demons first, the easier ones.
okay? And when you realize you're no longer reacting to it, when you realize that it doesn't have an emotional effect on you anymore, then you would have gotten your power back from it. Then you can see the silver lining. Then you can see what gift am I getting from this? What, what was the positive thing to come from all of this? And then that pain now turns into a power. So that being said and done, this is just a bit of a bit of advice that you're going to hear about in my next in my next book about shadow work. And I do hope it helps you. And I hope to see you all in Tarot Thursdays tonight. So have fun.